And now because you have 400 times more melatonin produced in your gut than it's produced by your brain, your circadian rhythm gets thrown off. You start not sleeping well. Then you get into these uh, going to bed wired, waking up tired in the morning cycles, and you just can't get it right. Long term, it's unsustainable. This is the Own It Show, where we tell stories of how everyday people made ownership theirs. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Own It Show. I'm your host, Justin Rothling Schofer. And today we are diving into how do you intermittent fast properly? Because I probably yielded this or fielded this question. Gosh, it's got to be close to 15, 20 times a week that people are asking me, how do I intermittent fast? I started intermittent fasting. How do I continue to keep going on this? And I want to really shed some truth on this and shed some light on this. And what does it look like to live a life by design that's based upon, again, what your body's requiring and how do we do something more sustainably and why do people start intermittent fasting, see all these results, and then at the end of the day, don't get, it's not sustainable. So we're going to shed light on that. If this is your first time at the Own It Show, welcome. Uh, There's close to 250 episodes that are in the backlog. Be sure to go check them out like them, share them. If there's something that resonates with you, if there's something that impacts you and changes your life, please share it with another person, leave a review, write a comment, click those five-star buttons so that we can reach more people. Um, and at the end of the day, I hope that this just resonates with you and, uh, and, and serves you in some way, shape, or form. But today we're diving into how to intermittent fast. Now, a lot of people will have these different Again, they say never talk about politics or nutrition <laughs> at the at the holiday table because you're going to be uh, in some type of misalignment, argument, whatever it might be uh, with somebody. And I want to arm you with some information that's going to really make you the talk of the party uh, when you come into uh, holiday time and ultimately just in your own life. How do we implement this? So what you might have heard from intermittent fasting is that there's a 12-12 modality, there's a 14-10, there's a 16-8, or there's an 18-6. You could even do a uh, 20-4 or a 22-2. It's completely up to you in terms of how intermittent you want your fast. Now, the funny thing about it is there is no one protocol that's best or that works best because it all has to do with calorical um, balance. Are you taking in more calories than you're expending? And that's why I think a lot of times intermittent fasting works for a lot of people. It's not because you're intermittent fasting and eating at a certain time. It's just because you now have a window that you're focused on eating and you're eliminating a lot of the habits that you may have not tapped into before the unconscious eating, the unconscious snacking, the late night eating, the uh, the the poor um, nutritional choices that were maybe available at certain parts of the day that aren't in, uh, open in certain uh, in uh, in others, and so what I've seen habitually start to happen is that people go, okay, I'm going to go on a 16-8 protocol, basically meaning that you're not going to eat for 16 hours and you're going to eat for eight. And so if we think about this, they're like, okay, I'm not going to eat until one o'clock in the afternoon. One o'clock, I'm going to just push my window as far as I can. One o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and then I'm going to eat until nine o'clock at night. Awesome. Why do we see an issue with that? Well, number one is they're not going to be eating when their body actually needs energy, which is throughout the day. So you haven't eaten breakfast. Now you haven't eaten lunch. 
you've been expected to be mentally clear, mentally focused, energized, uh, energetic to get your workout in, all of these things, but yet you haven't given it any energy. And then you're continuing to expect yourself to be mentally clear, energetic, and focused throughout the rest of the day. Number two is you've now not eaten at any of these times. And now you all of a sudden open up the floodgates and you're going to overeat in the way you typically should. And you're going to end up eating late into the evening, right up until nine o'clock when you may be going to bed at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And now because you have 400 times more melatonin produced in your gut than it's produced by your brain, your circadian rhythm gets thrown off. You start not sleeping well. Then you get into these uh, going to bed wired, waking up tired in the morning cycles, and you just can't get it right. Long-term, it's unsustainable. That can happen at any of these rhythms. It can happen at the 1212. It can happen at the 1410. It can happen at the 168. It can happen at the 186. It doesn't matter how long your fast is. My goal for you is to make sure that we can optimize your energy level throughout the day while also establishing an eating window that's powerful based upon how your body is designed and structured. And so why I want you to talk about this intermittent fast in a very purposeful and intentional way is such. We're going to incorporate what I talk about in the three, two, one rule and how do you optimize sleep at night and the three, two, one rule of how you wake up powerfully in the morning. Okay. And if we can optimize this, then all of a sudden you now have a default, a built by design intermittent fast based upon your lifestyle and what you need. So I'm going to give you the example for me, and then I want you to do the same thing for you. So the three, two, one rule at night is we figure out what's our typical sleep time. So I go to bed. And I'm sleeping almost 95% of the time at 10 p.m. at night. So three hours prior to bedtime, I want to eliminate any major meals or any type of uh, major food coming into my body. That doesn't mean that I might not have a protein shake or I might not have an, an apple or something like that. But any type of major meal, any type of major snack, any type of major anything is eliminated from my system at 7 p.m. at night. So between 7 and 10 Almost nothing's going into my into my body unless it's liquid. Really, is kind of the the rule that I have. So at seven p.m. at night, that's my shutoff window. The other three, two, one rule for sleeping is three meal, three hours before bed, no more food. Two hours before bed, no more deep thinking, no more no more work that's going to cause you to think. No more uh, office work, school work, um, planning, anything like that. And then one hour before bed. Uh, no more uh, blue light. So you're eliminating all devices. And during that last hour, you're going to be focused heavily on establishing some type of night routine that's going to prepare you for, for, uh, for bedtime. So 7 p.m. at night, that's my cutoff. What I talk about in the morning is three hours after you wake up, you wait to start eating. What are you doing for those first three hours? You're probably exercising. You're getting uh, properly hydrated. You're getting your salt intake. You're getting um, uh, sunshine. You're getting your feet on the ground. You're doing some type of breath work, some type of meditation. You're getting yourself prepared for the day. You're getting yourself woken up naturally. And so if three hours after waking and I wake up at um, uh, typically about 6.30. So that pushes me all the way to 9.30. Typically, the way that my morning works, I'm not getting my first meal till about 10. So if we now think about this, everyone, please think about this. I stopped eating at 7 p.m. at night. I started eating at 10, um, at, at 10 a.m. 
that has automatically put me into a 14-10 window, almost a 16-8 window, just by naturally operating a life by design so that I can get a better sleep, I can get a better workout in the morning, and now I have a powerful eating window to fuel me through the day that still gives me parameters, still gives me a framework, still gives me a guideline or a, uh, a guardrail so that I don't go and eat the house late at night, or I don't go and um, binge on a big breakfast. Like All of these things are really put in place to make sure that we can have the optimal uh, blood sugar levels, we can have the optimal energy levels, we can have the optimal focus, and get the uh, optimal rest at night. And so just by putting these parameters in place, you've established an eating or a um, uh, an intermittent fast that's curated to you. So if you think about it, three hours after you wake up, no food, three hours before you go to bed, no food, and then you're sleeping for somewhere between seven and eight hours at night, you already have a 14-hour fasting window. That's a 14-10 without even pushing it, without even trying. There's some days that I'm not eating till... 11. There's some days that Lisa and I are going for date night at six. So all of these things are shifting in a very specific eating window that's created and optimized by us and by my body. And so that's what I want you to think about is not eating and fasting is a stressor on our body. There's certain seasons where adding another stressor isn't optimal. It's not going to get us to where we need to be. So we need to figure out how do we make it work for what our body needs, the season we're in, and how do we do that? Three hours before bed, no food. Three hours after we wake up, no food. And then let's make sure that we're getting our seven to eight hours at night of sleep. And if you add all that up, there's your intermittent fast window. And that's how you set it up. There is no one protocol that's best. There is no ideal. It all has to do with you. And at the end of the day, we know that health is an N of one solution because you're an individual. Your body, what your body needs is different than mine, is different than every other listener. So let's figure out how we put that in place for us so that we can do something sustainably, we can do something effectively, and we can do something for a long period of time that works.